It's news to us the week of January 10th, 2021. And uh, we are here live. How's everybody going? Doing? Are we on? Okay, now we're on. Okay, that was a warm up. Mm. All right, it's news to us the week of January 10th, 2021. It's a live show, so, you know, we might mess up. Um, fresh on the job and already caught up in scandal. We're going to look at New York City's brand new mayor. What the hell is going on with the new mayor, Eric Adams? This guy is uh, an interesting character. We'll talk about him and, and uh, people in New York. I, I don't know what's going on in New York. Uh, also a news roundup too. a lot of stories to get to, including uh, somebody on local news vomiting live on the air. Another person left their propane tank on and there was an explosion. So vomiting and fire. What more could you want? It's like 60 minutes. A very serious news program. It's news to us. IW Radio. Jason and Chris are here this week. Katie's out on assignment. Howdy. How's this, this assignments doing? are grueling, man. This is a really grueling no. operation we have. Uh, Jason just turned off his camera because I think Katie's in the background and he's got he got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the assignment is behind you. We didn't say what the assignment yeah. was. It could be like she's she's making dinner. She's investigating sliding glass doors and making, uh, how safe they ma- are. She's making dinner. Her assignment is ragu. And is it? I I, I got I got a title for the uh, for the article sliding scale. Sliding doors and, uh, well, you worry about the other side of the colon. I just got the. Okay. I think the other side of the colon of the article is, is it hazardous to your children's health? Mm. Because you always have to throw the kids in there and them possibly dying. That's how you get clicks. Yeah. But uh, how are you guys? You guys good? Uh, how are we yeah, doing? Yeah, good. Good. Do, doing good here, Eddie. How are you doing, Eddie? Uh, bit of a hectic day. We have a soft launch. It's not the official launch, but if you go to adobe.com, our brand new website is up and we're working out the bugs and uh, we've been um, a lot of weird stuff has come up, but we're uh, we're working through it and it looks great. The, the our, uh, our web team, uh, Tom and Shereen and um, everyone else working on it have, have just done an amazing job. Our web developers awesome. are are awesome, and they deserve props and a shout out. And once we're we launch this thing uh, officially, I think that we're gonna have to do that. Um, uh, but uh, for now, if you wanted to go look at it, it's like the beta, like the live beta is up, and it's it's really cool. I'm looking at it right now, and I I'm really digging it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe once it's officially up, we can bring the web developers on and they could uh, walk us through all the functionality. Wouldn't that be fun live on the air? Uh, yeah. Hey, people loved it when Steve Jobs did it. Right. Like, I, maybe we could put uh, our web designers in front of uh, a really fancy PowerPoint on a black stage and dress them in turtlenecks. And mm, then... Just like a floating head. Yeah. <clears throat> Chris, how are you doing, my man? Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, I was curious about those bugs. What kind of bugs are we talking about? Like, is it the girl from the ring, like crawling out of the monitor at you? Yeah, we've or only we've just... only had three or four souls captured, and I consider oh, that okay. success. Yeah, successful launch. When they launched the brand new Wall Street Journal website, I think at least twice that were taken. So yeah, we're we're doing pretty coding. Good. Who Go gets it? it? I don't. I yeah. Chris, uh, I don't know. I'm sure you're aware, but I just wanted to get your reaction on the the sad news that Bob Saget passed away. Yeah, I heard that uh, last night, and uh, it's very surprising. He's uh, was a relatively young man. Sixty. Did they say what it was? Not yet. I haven't heard. I haven't seen that reported yet. Um, but it is very sad. Of course, Bob Saget, big part of our childhood. We grew up with him on America's Funniest Home Videos, Full House. And then he turned out to be this really raunchy stand-up comedian that I guess was um, re- revered and still is revered by comics. Did you know that I learned uh, since he passed away, I started looking to him a little bit more and I learned that uh, he actually was 
friends with Norm Macdonald since they were teenagers. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's interesting. I didn't know that, but didn't he direct uh, Dirty Work starring Norm Macdonald? Dirty Work, yeah. And I always wondered what that connection was. Really? But they go, they were way back. Um, I guess at, well, I practically a teenager. Bob Saget was 21 years old doing stand up in Canada. And then a young Norm Macdonald was in the audience at 17. And he basically looked up to Bob as his mentor. And wow. uh, did you just say that the host of America's Funniest Home Videos is Canadian? Oh my God, controversy. You're right. Well, yeah. since he just passed away, let's let the dust settle and then we'll do an expose on that next week, okay. Chris. And then right. we'll bring his uh, entire estate down. Well, let's give it a second. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, what was your reaction <laughs> when you heard the news? <clears throat> I thought it was very sad. You know, I've very nice guy from what I understand. I never had the chance to meet him, but I had been in his vicinity a few times uh, w- when I was working in FM radio. He was like, he was stopping in and walking through the halls. And I remember passing him and like, I always had a smile on his face. And I, that's my only personal <laughs> contact there as walking past him. And he was cool. Uh, but everybody always said he was a nice guy. So, um, and, and it's sad just to see people from our childhood dropping like flies. We had Betty White. Yeah. Him, Norm Macdonald recently. I don't know Betty White goes way back, but still uh, an important figure in our lifetimes. Um, so, yeah, it's it's all very sad. It is. And to prove that uh, Bob Saget is a nice guy, this video is sort of making the rounds on the internet a little bit. I feel like it should get a little bit more attention. It's on the set of Fuller House, and Bob Saget is getting a little emotional at a table read talking about the role of Danny Tanner. Here he is. Um, I became Danny Tanner. And um, for years, you kind of fight a, a character that you're pegged because a sitcom is not like a movie where you go out and do something else. And people go, oh, you're act, you act like that. And I'm so proud to have been able to raise these girls um, and know them since they were like my girls um, like my own daughters I only had one kid when the show started and I didn't like her <laughs> yeah so uh, funny dude and uh, the the actors of Full House are in shock I saw that John Stamos and Dave Coulier just don't have much to say except we lost a great friend so very sad I'm sure it's like Fuller House brother. Fuller House still in production were they still well, making more Fuller House? They actually canceled it, and the reason was Bob Saget's poor performance. Hmm. They said that his acting was just subpar and not very good. I thought it was for the one the. Uh, I just I just yeah. made I made that up. That was a roast for Bob because I figured he would have liked that. He was a roasty kind of a guy. So was it Aunt Becky? <clears throat> Her whole handle, yeah. I think. I thought <laughs> All right. a little bit from that. Um. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, Fuller House it had a good, pretty good run, though. I think six seasons, which is I think the original Full House had nine, so that's pretty good. Something like that. I don't know. Fuller House was on for six seasons. Yeah, I think it was seen a long amount of time, actually. Okay, you guys are in a circle of a trust. How many episodes of Fuller House have you watched? Zero, zero as well. But now, yeah, now too. I'm curious. Was he was he in every episode, or was he just kind of a walk on guest? I wonder. I don't know. We should we should turn into the news. Anyways, yeah, let's get to the dirty deets. There's a lot to talk about. The new mayor of New York City. You should know all about this guy because I feel like he's going to be in the news a lot. The dirty deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. The brand new mayor of New York. Oh, Eric Adams is his name. He's a Democrat, by the way, and. Uh, he's in some controversy right now. Some uh, hot water. Hot water controversy. He's boiling slowly. <laughs> or quickly if you... Uh, I mean, he's only been in office for, what, 10 days? Nine days? Uh, yeah, he just he just got into office. And he's already up to some shenanigans that we'll talk about in just a second. Including uh, charges of... or People are accusing him of nepotism and strange appointees. We'll talk about that in a second. And a lot of parallels you could say to uh, DJT in that regard, but a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. Like we said, he's uh he's a Democrat and he uh, comes from a family of one of six children. What 
his origin story is that he likes to talk about or has brought up a lot publicly is that he was beaten by New York City police officers at the age of 15. And instead of getting angry, he decided to join the NYPD. Then he became a police officer, became outspoken about uh, racism and bias in the police department, pushing for major reforms. And that is sort of uh, his background there as far as that goes. So he spent 22 years in the NYPD and he ended up actually leaving the NYPD because he became under investigation for appearing on TV in an official capacity, wearing a police officer's uniform and critiquing mayor Bloomberg at the time. And uh, that's a no, no. Uh, but apparently he had alt- or ulterior motives because he wanted to run for New York state Senator. And that's what he did in 2006. We should also note that he retired as a captain. So he moved through the ranks of the NYPD in those 22 years, all the way up to captain. Right. So from 2006 to 20, uh, what was it? Uh, 2020. How long was he a uh, state Senator? Uh, yeah, he, he started a uh, state Senator, uh, till 2013, I believe. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So from, uh, that unceremonious exit with the NYPD, he became a New York state Senator and uh, he did a few things that were a little bit weird, but also some good things as well. Uh, one thing that's a little bit weird as, as a freshman state Senator, he went on the floor and requested a pay raise for New York lawmakers. Uh, by the way, um, it was a part-time job for him and he was making nearly $80,000 a year, but he went on the state floor and demanded a raise. And that uh, caused a lot of red flags for some people. And people are still kind of making fun of him for that a little bit. I don't know if it's justified or not. You know, I know it's really expensive to live in New York city and I think everybody should be paying a lot, paid a lot more, but I know that uh, this was kind of controversial when he went on the, uh, on the floor. And actually we have a little bit of video of that from back in the day and audio. I don't know how some of you are living, Terry, the truth was 79,000. You qualify for public assistance. This is a joke. This is a joke. Half the year, we don't see our family. And we are ashamed to say we deserve a raise. Well, I'll be darned if I'm ashamed to say it. I deserve a raise. I deserve to be paid more. And I'm only a freshman and I'm already complaining. We better vote on a raise and make sure we get paid more. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. We deserve more money. I don't know how... All right. Well, you know, I, I admire anybody who asks for a raise and I'm just kind of taking notes next time I need a raise. Right. You get to actually say, show me the money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just very authoritative. Show me the money. That's all. That's all you got to say, apparently. But I mean, it worked. So you got a raise passed. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, I guess the specific dollar amount matters less than, you know, the idea of, that you're qualifying for public assistance on that. And you said you called it a part-time job, but, but how part-time is it really? Like, I mean, you know, you might not spend, uh, you know, you might not be on the clock on the floor or whatever, but I'm sure you're, you're spending a lot of, a lot of time of a lot of, you know, what is, you know, quote unquote, your time, you know, reading and reviewing legislation and writing legislation and in meetings and, and uh, meeting with constituents and whatnot. So I I feel like uh, state senators probably a full-time gig in practice. I mean, to, to go on the flip side though, he did choose to run. And don't you think he did a little homework and knew how much he was going to be paid? In that role, and if well, and now if he's negotiating like, why, a new contract, if you, you don't negoti- like it, why run? Because he got himself in a position where he could ask for more. So yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like if you take a job, right? You you go apply for the job. They tell you how much you're going to get paid, and then the first like few weeks, you're like, nah, I need more. Sometimes things look different on the inside, and sometimes when you need a job, you just gotta, you know. You got to gotta take it and then, you know, leverage your position differently when you're in a different uh, well, you know, uh, yeah. Of power. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
I mean, we can get down. We can go in the weeds with that. I, but I, you know, I admire him for asking for a raise. At the same time, it does come out of the taxpayers' pockets. But you know, politicians are they overpaid or not? That's a completely different topic, I think. But anyway, I'm curious to know how much like a a teacher gets paid in New York, a public teacher. That's a good question. I don't know, but um, so other other things that he did well as a, as a state senator, he was against stop and frisk. He said that that should not be happening and. That was with uh, racial profiling where if police officers saw someone of a certain uh, race, they were able to stop them on the street without question. And he said, no. So, you know, I mean, it's not like he did. uh, The guy, I think the guy has a a good head on his shoulders sometimes, but maybe he's someone to keep an eye on. And we'll continue to explain because there are some red flags that come up uh, with this current controversy Moments after being sworn in as New York City's mayor, he made some interesting appointments, didn't he? There, Jason, look at these appointments. Yeah, he sure did. These yeah. are uh, red flags, and it's more All than of one them. too. Yeah, more than one, which is concerning. He's taking a page, like he said, out of DJT's playbook. So he appointed think- his younger brother. As chancellor, chancellor of education with a three hundred and forty-five thousand dollar a year salary, he appointed his brother's wife as deputy mayor. She was arrested twice for attacking her ex-husband and his mother. By the way, he appointed Philip Banks uh, as deputy mayor, and he was a co-conspirator in a federal police corruption case. Uh, he uh, was investigated by the FBI. So investigated, but not charged, right? That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I believe he resigned before he was charged, but I haven't been investigated by the FBI. Uh, you have <laughs> yeah, that you know, know of <laughs> <laughs> Bernard uh, Adams. So the mayor's brother, he appointed him as NYPD deputy commissioner. So this is interesting. So it's like, it's almost like he's putting people in place that will allow him to essentially have complete control over the New York city police department. Like that's his goal is to put all these cronies in place. That way there's no pushback when he says, Hey, the police should be doing this, that, and the other thing. Like, like this is his his ultimate goal to as mayor be the ultimate overseer. That's the mayor's job though. Right. But I mean, but don't you want, you want a, a mayor who's in firm control of the police, don't you? But don't you, you don't want a police that's that's uh, running willy nilly? You don't want a police force that uh, answers only to the mayor. They need to answer to the public. And shouldn't there be a little bit of um, the mayor is the public's representative, right? Whatever happened to surrounding yourself with people who are qualified for the position that may have a little bit of difference in opinion. Like that's what we're not seeing is the point. I think the idea that anybody has ever done that is a little bit of a myth that we like to tell ourselves. (laughs) Well, in today's America, especially, but you're right. It doesn't happen. I mean, Robert Kennedy was attorney general under JFK and he seems like he did a pretty good job. So, okay. I mean, we're all going to look out for our family. All right, Chris. So, um, Bernard Adams, uh, the mayor's brother who he, uh, appointed as the NYPD deputy commissioner, the past 11 years, he's spent as the assistant director for parking at the Virginia Commonwealth University. So please so tell he's a me background how he- in law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> you get a ticket. <laughs> you get a ticket. God. Come on. Yeah. No, I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. What can I say? Does it seem a little fishy to you is what I want. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seems a yeah. little fishy, you know. Yeah. What happens? Like, I'm going on a tangent a little bit, but like, as soon as soon as someone like gets public office and they're elected, like, what happens to most of these people? Like, they get so corrupted so quickly. It seems to to me, and I'm, you know, I think I represent like the everyday American. Like, what the hell, man? It's so frustrating. I don't know. It seems yeah, like if you're the, the mayor crush. of New York City or Chicago, you should just immediately handcuff yourself and turn yourself in. I think the corruption, the potential for corruption was always there. I think it just 
blossoms. It finds an opportunity for expression. Life uh, finds a way. Huh. Do you think it's like our the systems we have in place? Like, like obviously we need reform, but like it just this all stinks to me. All of it. What kind of yeah? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's some red flags around this guy is all, and a lot of people. I don't know if maybe in Vegas we should see how long it'll take before he resigns office due to a very big scandal. But it seems like politicians don't resign over scandal anymore. So uh, he may just, I mean, we got uh, an alleged child trafficker with Matt Gates. So, and he hasn't done anything. He hasn't resigned after the investigation. Yeah. Pretty damning investigation based on the evidence that's already available. Plus, uh, he just looks like Matt Gates. How is that a face that you're putting your trust in? I don't know. But do you think when wait? Yeah. Do you think when Matt Gates gets a haircut, he's like, "I want to get the Ben Affleck." No, like I think he's like, "Give me the American Psycho." Um. <laughs> uh, so Mayor Adams. You know, let's keep an eye on this guy. Another reason why we might want to is because when he was serving as New York State Senator, he decided to put out a video that um, is all about empowering parents and telling parents, you know, kids are not entitled to any sort of privacy at home. This is basically the point of the video. Before I before I get we get to this video and this audio of the mayor uh, depicting and, and describing actually in detail how parents should snoop on their kids. Uh, Jason, Chris, do you guys feel that kids are not entitled to any privacy at home? Mm, no, I can't say that I agree with that statement. No, is it not a- exactly sure what the particulars? All right, well, we can get this to that. We can are, do the particulars. No, sure. just, just the statement just, on its own. I mean, of the statement on its own, no, that doesn't sound right to me. Well, uh, Mayor Adams at the time said he routinely searched the bedroom of his 15-year-old son, unannounced inspections, and he said all parents should do the same. And he went on YouTube to actually describe how parents should do this. And here's part of this YouTube video. And, of course, we can pause it along the way, and we probably should. It's a little bit. uh, It's a few minutes. So if you have something to say, just start talking, and I'll pause it. Your house is open to inspection by your house and the members of your house. The message is you expect your children to do what's right, but you always have to inspect what you expect. And that's the key to providing some preventive safety. So if you come. Okay. First of all, I just have to say the music is obnoxious and I wish there was a way to take that away, but there obviously isn't. That was something he put in and it's too loud. I just want to say that. So just. I, real try quick, to listen past the music. Yeah. Real quick. What is that an empty shooter bottle under his left hand on that shelf? Yeah, that is alcohol. It's like a shooter. It's like a fireball shot, uh, shooter. And he's that could that could be cologne. Well, that could be a bottle of cologne. All right. It doesn't look like cologne to me. Come to a room like this. You can start out, I always recommend to start out in a periodic fashion so you'll be used to going through the room to look at um, the various items in the room. You can look in a jewelry box, a jewelry box of this nature, maybe a simple jewelry box, but if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance, a gun could be hidden, a small (laughs) caliber weapon could be hidden inside a jewelry box. Uh, Yeah. And he put Mm -hmm. it back, by the way. He's skipping the fireball shooter right next to the jewelry box. Right. Well, but the gun's probably more alarming. But why is he putting the gun back? He's like, it just. Why wouldn't he take the gun with him? Uh I'm getting the feeling this is probably like a stage. Oh, or, come on, Chris! Don't be ridiculous. This isn't stage. Uh, this is a re- This is reality. This is real life. <laughs> this is a live inspection of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the various colognes and perfumes and photos and pictures. You should always, when your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, look through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book. Something simple as a crack pipe, a used crack pipe. Could he have found it on the street? That's quite possible. Yeah. That's unbelievable. A crack pipe. He's already found a crack pipe and a gun. And a gun. 
And, and his dad's the captain of police. Maybe we should be inspecting our kids' rooms. But this is a, a discussion piece where you should start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it. And, and the whole use of drugs. This invokes conversations. Look at picture frames and behind them, cameras. Try to determine what's, what's taking place. Cameras? Behind a picture frame, cameras? you can find bullets. What does that what? mean to find bullet? Does it mean your child is, is carrying a gun? No. Where there's smoke, there's possible fire. Where there's a bullet, there's possibly a gun. You should engage in the conversation and find uh, out what it Wow, there is a lot going on here. There is a lot to parse. <laughs> and he puts he puts <laughs> I don't know where to start. Okay, well what's on your mind? That's yeah. This is quite the video. Well, what's on your mind? Continue. <laughs> I will. I mean, I mean, you're saying there's lots of parts. That's why we're here. What else are we gonna find? We're 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 Waldo? here. Are we gonna find Waldo in here? I don't know. But what are you thinking, Chris? Did we lose Eddie? Oh, we might have lost Eddie. Oh no, <clears> sorry. <throat> you guys just couldn't hear me. Um, I, people on the stream came in on the video. Uh, so what are you thinking, Chris? As you say, there's lots of parts. What are you thinking? Is what I was curious about. Like, go ahead. We're here. I, we're here to offer analysis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bullet, bullets. I, I, he's not jumping to any conclusion about those bullets, which is interesting. Well, what I me. thought is interesting is he said these bullets don't necessarily Where there's mean smoke. There's possibly fire. And he there's said he said that interesting he, he's saying, twist on the. But he's saying that these bullets don't necessarily mean there's a gun. But we already know there's a gun. He saw the yeah, gun. We saw the gun. And he put the gun back. Did he already forget yeah. that he found a gun? This is why you don't put the gun back because you already <laughs> forgot it's there. And is that where you're hiding your bullets is behind a picture frame? I don't. Yeah. I, is that, I, that's probably not a very efficient place to hide bullets. I would and imagine. yeah, we found a crack pipe and there's no saying what your kid is do, using a crack pipe for. Well, you know, probably crack. That's a friend. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I, yeah. It continues on here. They doing, doing with the item and this empowers the parents. Look at all the items inside the room and feel around and see what's the possibility. Something simple as a, as a baby doll. Could be just a baby doll, but also it could be a place where you can secrete or hide drugs. Secrete drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he, he, yeah. Mr. Mayor should have uh, been working from a script. Uh, it's clear he ad-libbed this whole thing, and I don't... Uh, and but no, that, I, I mean, the, it was yeah, yes, it, it was Adler, uh, but somebody planned to put weed in the baby's diaper, and whoever decided to do that, that was just not a good move. Yeah, that that's a full diaper right there. That's gonna draw <laughs> the eye. Yeah, run your hands that's, over the pillows. What's that? I yeah, no, I'm just trying to wrap my head around <laughs> this whole thing. This is quite quite the video. And see if you feel anything that's unusual. Like a pillow like this with a button is a perfect invitation to hide something. And I felt something bumpy. I will reach in, see what it is. This one could be hidden inside <laughs> a pillow. He found a so he finds a gun in the pillow. Another gun. Another, Another gun. gun. So there's two guns, a bullet and weed. And a crack pipe. A crack pipe. So much going on in this room. And a shoot and and he did and he glossed over the shooter of fireball well you know now i don't blame him for glossing over the shooter of fireball when there's yeah. a couple there's of a lot going on in yeah that room. that's yeah. the least of the, the concerns. fireball might not be at the top of the, uh, top of the list at this point a little bit of fireball I, I mean he would be so lucky if that's all that was going on and it's not just a gun like i think you have to have a whole other conversation with your child not only why they own two guns, but why they're in so much danger. They have to sleep with a gun in their pillow. <laughs> Is it protect themselves from daddy? I'm just wondering. Oh, oh I'm just kidding. Oh, Sorry. Don't, that, don't say that. Yeah, that that's too far. I said, is it? I'm just wondering. No, is that? Oh, well, then you're uh, got cleaned, but we don't know. This is not his kid's room. <laughs> it's not. It's no, just it is, some I kid. Thought. Oh, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's just some random kid. I, thought it was this kid. I don't know. Anyways, go. Here we go. A gun, maybe something that you'll think that can't be hidden there, but it can. And what happens not only when the person who is carrying this illegal gun is in possession of it, but also a child that comes into the room and plays on the bed, they find this gun. Let me tell you what a child 
uh, would do. A child would take this gun, and because the trigger pull is so hard, they normally take the gun and they point it in their direction to pull down on it. Okay. Even with that's not loaded, that's not the safe way of handling that weapon. You're right. You know, it could be a cap gun. Like the guy had a cap gun that looked like that when I was a kid. Okay, so. tell Alec Baldwin you know, that, Chris. You know, if any gun, you never point it at yourself or anyone else. Yeah, so true. It's just a rule. Yeah. yeah. He's willy Do you think that um, he would endorse stopping your child when they come home from school and frisking them? I think <clears> probably <throat> that he would, yeah. It's an interesting question because uh, I he, won't he, answer for him. Well, I'll tell you that he'll, he'll give us the answer in a second because mm. his big point is at the end. Is that a cocaine? Big, can we get to the end? I yeah, I'm fast forwarding. So he just found. I'm fast forwarding because he just found some cocaine. Jason is getting very. He's having like agitated. Big, big ziploc of methamphetamines, but uh, yeah. I guess it's coke. Yeah. So I think it was coke. Yeah. A message to you. You have an obligation to protect your home. The First Amendment does not apply to the right of parents to go through their homes to remove contraband or any other unsafe item. Your house. So that's the big point. First Amendment doesn't apply in the home. Go ahead. Go through everything. Find guns and crack pipes. Whatever you can find. Go ahead. This is such a weird world that we live in. I just think it's a very, I mean, uh, the video itself is just a little odd. It's odd. I think the execution of it is odd. The message behind it necessarily isn't bad. He has a good, maybe he's coming from a good place, but it also Mm -hmm. seems a little bit too authoritarian. My my style. Very alarmist and uh, it's weird. It's, it's, yeah, very uh, abruptly put together. It doesn't feel like it's been edited. It there's he's not working from a script. The the and he's just word he's, voice is odd and and like like obviously wrong. Secre- like on a lot of the, the, the dolls secreting drugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Listen, you know, we all make mistakes dramatically. We were guilty of it on this show, but uh, you're right. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, um, you should have a script or, especially when you're. His yeah. intention was to blast that out to you're all parents in New York City, or like a captain of the police force, or he was a state whatever senator. His position was at yeah, the yeah. time. No, a state senator is when he uh, did that. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think one of the points he's saying is like, especially with the emphasis with two weapons found in a room, like, you know, we, there's a lot of, you know, mass shootings and school shootings. And, yeah. but I, I think like going through and rummaging and like searching your child's bedroom might be able to step too far. Like being engaged as an apparent with your child and like knowing what's going on. I think that's more the message he should be pushing. And, you know, advocating for is being engaged and being a part of your child's life instead of I'm going to go search your room for five minutes and then I'm going to go do my own thing and I don't care what you do. That's basically how it kind of feels to me. Yeah. And the message I think cuts both ways because like, you know, a, a parent might have a right to search through a room like that, but it's, still probably a trump card that you don't want to play every single night or you're going to really uh erode some trust and you're not going to have a a you know they're going to just hide things better and probably not in their room if they are trying to hide things from you and uh you know it's it's not uh it's not necessarily a hand you want to play every single week or, or night or, or whatever. Only if there's uh, red flags, right? Yeah, like if you have yeah. red flags and, and you become concerned as we should do something like that. Yeah. It's not a court of law, but a certain degree of probable cause is probably a, uh, you know, a pretty good rule of thumb to you approach You guys are just it, too reasonable. Know? Like, what's wrong with them? Just go in there and find yeah. out. Hey, while you're being reasonable, there's a crack pipe up the doll's ass, so... What we have here is an ordinary dictionary, but if you open it up, we can see it's hollowed out. And what's inside? A Nothing, Playboy which is also magazine. suspicious, but this uh, dictionary has been hollowed out. It could be a gun or a crack pipe or uh, 
a Playboy magazine, perhaps. Pornographic materials. Yeah. Is this your parenting advice, Chris? Should we have you give us parenting advice? Don't do don't do that. Don't. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go on a little bit. Yeah, you're thing. being rude. No, I, no, I, I, was, I don't mean no. you're rude. I, th- I thought you were going to do your parody of that guy. <laughs> I was waiting for, I, I, I was looking forward to it. I thought you were, you were inspired. You're about to do a parody of that guy. I thought, that, no, that was it. Not like a full parody. Parody's over. I would have, I would have to have a script. Can we look behind that curtain behind you, Chris? I think I see. I think you know my position on a script. I see. I think I might see a crack pipe behind you. Look at, can I see behind that yeah. picture frame? Is that a bullet, Chris? Do, hmm. What's going on behind What's in you? those headphones? <laughs> yeah. You shake, headphones? Out, you shake out your headphones for me, Chris. I'm a little concerned. Go ahead. What's take up? your shirt off. <laughs> take your shirt off and smile into the camera. I'm concerned. You have something strapped to your body. Is there marijuana in that baby's diaper? Gonna need you to That's dr- an odd yeah. video. It's, yeah, it's uh, a curious video. That's all. And it's I will in, say to um, wrap up this segment, please. Eric Adams is it's a little curious what he's doing, and we got to keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, all. it's early. You know, <laughs> he, like, has he done anything wrong yet? Specifically wrong, you know. Nepotism Maybe we'll wrong. just. We'll I just, mean, nepotism is not great, but it's not illegal. Um, he hasn't he hasn't broken the law yet, as far as we know. Right. Let's make that clear. I mean. To be fair, DJT got away with it. Then so did Kennedy. Like I said hey, before. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. Let's uh, wrap up this segment. Um, I keep getting a text from Chris over and over again. Oh, that's your phantom text. Yeah. That didn't send earlier. Anyways, we'll be right back on its news to us. Back with more. Our news roundup is on the way with a lot of stories to get to, including an explosion. Uh, we have an anus. We have someone drunk and more. There's just so much to get to. Explosions, anuses. Oh, and vomit. This is I'm just this is the truncated version of the news roundup. Your video froze for a second, Eddie, and you uh, were blinking with one eye before the other, like Brian Williams. And I just <laughs> I I know that we talked about that last week, so it was uh, sort of funny to me. Right. I it's a setting. I have the Brian Williams setting on my webcam turned on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. It's news to us back live on Adobe Radio. You can follow us on Twitter if you'd like to do that. Instagram, it's news to us. We're everywhere. We post a lot of videos on social media, especially the... Uh, did I just say especially? Especially. the Especially. Inst- Especially the Instagram. Head over there. There's uh, some cool stuff up there. Always. I think that's become our most active platform. And um, I hate to admit that because it's part of Facebook. It's part and, of Meta. Oh, my Lord. Oh, that that meta, meta thing. Before we get into the news roundup, the Meta thing, I feel, is really dystopian and disturbing. And I really don't like it. Uh, I know that uh, like there's that fantasy if we plug into a virtual world and we get to live a life that is better than the one we have now. Sure. That'd be fine if we had um, an overlord that which was uh, benevolent, but we have Mark Zuckerberg as God of this universe. And uh, I don't like that fucker. Yeah. Can I, uh, you Uh-oh. know, I don't, I don't, Chris. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is oh, no. just, seems a little too boring to me to be like actually evil. Were you a part of the show where we talked about Mark Zuckerberg and all the evils he is? <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're a fool. He's just he's not interesting enough to like. He interesting evil. enough. He's he's buying and selling your soul, your data, and you're a willing participant. And you don't even care. Your life is monetary has monetary value, and he's monetizing you. And surprise, that's been that's surprise. Yo, no, I think I think what we have to do is start demanding our share of our own worth because my my data is worth something. I'm not just going to give it to you for free so I can log into a social media network and see what Aunt How Becky's doing. How much do you doing. think it's worth? 
That's a great question. Well, when you add up, well, you could divide by uh, how many use. So how many users does Facebook have? And what's, what is their revenue? Divide. And then you can find out how much you're worth. And then you should be getting a cut of that. And how do you propose to make that happen? I think there would have to be another platform that says, hey, we'll pay you to join. And the, the trade-off is we get access to your data. We know who you are. We'll serve you ads, and then we'll cut you a check every month. That's a really good idea. We should fucking make that happen. No and one take that idea. I, I'm throwing that out there in the universe. Because I want be pending and, you know. But I yeah. feel like that could be the future. And if somebody doesn't do that, if we don't get around to it, I hope somebody else does. That's why I'm throwing it out there. Let's make let's Adobe's got a brand new website, baby. Let's do it on Adobe.com. New angle, new future, man. Let's take it for a drive. Yeah. Well, let's talk about anuses. So there's a um mm. how's that? Uh for a transition there. Like a pro, dude. Uh, You're like a pro. So growing up with Legos, Lego sets. I don't remember them being that realistic at all. They, you know, kind of, I mean, they're Lego. How realistic can you get? But there's this new line of pirates. There was, yeah, you get it. You build like a race race car car or something, but now there's a new line of Lego called Lego animals. And they're a a tonic. Why can't I say that word? Atonic, atonically, anatomically. Jeez, thank you. Anatomically, anatomically. They're anatomically correct. And there you go, buddy. Thank you. That's a hard Sound word for out. me. Anatomically. It's like, it's like thing to me right now. Anatomically. That's a hard word for me in general. I don't know why. Yeah, people are it. still not saying it right. So. See, yeah, I'm gonna have to practice that after the show. Anyways, so they made these animals and they are so anatomically correct that you could actually see uh, parts of the animal that maybe should not be seen. So they have like a little tiny Lego piece that is placed in the back of this tiger to depict its anus. And it looks like a flower piece. Yeah, it's like an upside down flower. Usually yeah. this piece would be used as a flower. You're correct. But they turned the flower upside down and they put the anus in the tiger. Is that necessary is the question. Is anything necessary? I don't know. Is it necessary for I'm Lego to have... I'm such a cynical person anymore. I'm just like, whatever. No, it's whatever. not necessary. It's a toy. Thank you. At least somebody's Why out. are we so scared of the anus? You know? Okay, here's Why does your opinion. Have to be in a toy? His opinion's there. It's bubbling up. Why does it have to be in a toy? Like, who cares, man? Why? Yeah, why should we leave it off? This Don't be another scared step of the in anus. the building process. <laughs> step 322. Liberals are warping our children with anuses in their toys. <laughs> Put a hole on the backside of Tiger. So you're happy with the Zanus, Chris, on the screen right now. I love it. You want more anus. Yeah, look, give me more anus. Are, are you saying that more? I don't mind being the pro anus candidate. I can, I can, I can own that. What's the reason for it then? Why do it? Because it's uh, honest, you know? Do you it's think real. that was the intention behind this? Is let's be honest, let's have an honest anus. So is this a a a box set that Lego is selling, like new Lego animals featuring anus a and I? Yeah. Or this was just like a uh, some guy, like a brick enthusiast or whatever they call themselves. No, no, no. This is an o- this funny. is an official set. An official. That's a real. That's an official set. This is an official. That's, that's funny. Now you get it. Now you get it. Pretty funny. But it's fine. Whatever. I don't know. That seems weird to me. Whatever. It's odd. Now now I understand. So you thought this was just a Lego enthusiast. No, Chris. The reason why I brought this up is it's an official goddamn Lego set with an anus. It looks like a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Now do you see it with the humor in this I was hoping. I mean, I saw the humor already. I just, I was clarifying. I wasn't 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's odd. It's an interesting, it's such a specific (laughs) choice to make it through like, Uh, yes, board meetings and design sessions and review periods and like implementation and marketing phases and distribution and advertising. This went through all of those layers of review and consideration. Don't forget the guy that asked to draw. There is a real good reason that tiger has an anus. Don't forget the guy who has to draw. It's probably the the first um, piece. Jeez, what? It's probably the first piece you start with to put the whole tiger together. You take away the anus, the whole thing probably falls apart. It's like a (laughs) keystone. Well, that that was my my point. Is like, don't forget about the instruction guy. That has to draw out the instructions for Lego. Uh, yeah. And Amos. And then there's like always the arrows. Yeah. Sometimes in Lego set, in they will give you three or four tiger. steps in one, uh, three or four pieces to put in one step, which I hated, but I'm wondering if the anus was its own step. Like if it had its own specific step, I'm kind of focused on the stripes right now. Do you think there's like an underlying message in those stripes? I don't. What? What are you trying to say? That is so weird. Look what at it? the stripes. Look what's, at the stripes. The There's message? an underlying message. I, what does it say? Are you Anus on acid? Okay. It says what? Anus is okay. Where do you? How do you? How do you read that? Uh you squint. Close one eye. You'll you'll see it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this is available for sale. The Lego anus tiger. If anybody wants to pick that up, it's an official Lego set as our That's the official name. I imagine though. Crouching tiger hidden anus. That's good. Yeah. Well played. Nice. It's news to us. News roundup. I don't know how, where we go from a tiger with an anus. Um, oh, how about this? A guy went on a local news channel, WGN in Chicago, and he got a little nervous. He got a little nervous. This is what happened when he went on the local news to talk about whatever he had going on. Uh, you know, Gen Z is full of some amazing men, women, and children that are aiming for change. And I think that that is, you know, just what our movement's all about. But it's more than just Gen Z's falling for conspiracy theories. Why? You all right? I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So, yeah, he's obviously vomiting on the news. And uh, now the... uh, That was fake. I don't believe that guy. The anchors are, well... Actually, this was fake, and well, this guy's actually really funny. He's sort of like a prankster, and he's done some funny stuff, but uh, now we get to see the news anchors try to recover after that. That's the the best part of the prank. Well, we hope you're okay. Why don't we give you some time to collect yourself? If you need help, let us know in the control room there, and uh, we'll get back to you if we can. Well, Paul, let me tell you something. Is there any weather today? Wait, you're going to get back to that guy who was vomiting? He's being polite. How about he that doesn't weather? Hurt his, yeah. How about that weather? Oh, somebody just really vomited. really coming down out there, isn't it, Greg? Let's talk about the drizzle, the light drizzle we have going on today. Uh, Are birds real? I, I I think I'm not we, really sure what happened. You well, think it, he was choking on his coffee? I, I don't know. It's not easy to be on TV, Paul. Some people, right. uh, you know, gets them nervous, yeah. and I just I hope that that young man I is do. okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do it. All right. Yeah, that guy. That guy meant meant it. Yeah, that guy was so self satisfied when he's like, "Not everybody can do what I do. Right. It's yeah. a hard job. See, it's hard. hard I tell you my know? bosses this all the time. You can't, you can't replace me. I need a raise. I need a raise right now. Right. Well, that guy was actually the founder of Birds Aren't Real. It's a parody movement suggesting birds are not real that their government placed drones. And he has some really funny vans that he's made up. I've seen that have gone viral where he has these vans with barbed wire on top, and it just says birds are not real and it almost looks like a right-wing propaganda van, but everything is about birds not being real. So it's he's 23 years old. His name is Peter 
Mikindo, Mikindo, and he is uh, someone to keep an eye on. This guy's funny. I like this guy. I think he's going to go places. This is the future of America that I want to see. Well, uh, he has Eddie's endorsement. <laughs> although, see how although far that takes you. His first name's a little sus to me. Pierre, kind of Americans named Pierre. Touche. He must be Canadian. And on that note, we'll be right back. Honest news to us. We have to hit a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. It's news to us. News Roundup continues with more. Do you guys have anything to add to the news roundup before we continue on with these prepared stories? Are there any stories that are on either of your minds that you wanted to make sure we talk about that the people should know about? Well, uh, I think we should still be watching the uh, evolving situation or or crisis uh, between Ukraine and Russia quite closely. It's, uh, I think, not getting as much coverage as it deserves. It's a very dangerous situation. What are you talking about? Russia sending peacekeepers into Ukraine? No, they into Kazakhstan. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Yep. They're peacekeepers. Mm. All right. right. We should probably do a dirty deets on that in the next few weeks, I think. Yeah. I think it's worth a deep dive. Yeah. It's news to us. News Roundup. This I thought was an interesting story. Uh, What? I just gave you a real quick. Why are you real quicking me after I set up a new segment? Go ahead, though. I'm fine. What? what, That that was weird. It was part of the old segment. I gave you, you I gave you a moment to say whatever the hell you wanted, and then as ready. soon as it moves on, it's go ahead. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm frozen. I don't know if you're talking. Okay, what? What did you want to say? It's okay. Go ahead. I don't know how much more national coverage you want on this uh, story. <laughs> Me? Chris. Richard oh. Engel is on the front lines. Who? What are you talking Richard about? Engel. Who's that? Who's Richard Angel? Engel. Who? I don't know who that is. He's what does NBC's he say? He's like for a uh, uh, main foreign correspondent. Oh, touche. Okay. What he is- got, he got captured like 10 years ago by the Taliban. That's real. That's, that's scary. Yeah. That's legit. Uh, I can't believe you, you know, don't know who this guy days. is. I don't know. I haven't, uh, I don't have, I haven't had a cable in like 10 years or, He's on normal news, man. No, but I don't have, I don't have terrestrial, whatever. Uh, How about this? Instead of saying there should be more national news on something, maybe you should know who's reporting national news first. Yeah, no, this is like a twenty-four-seven story, though. Like, yeah, this is real. This is real scary end of the world stuff. 100,000 troops from Russia on the uh, border of Ukraine. What yeah, you just say that over and over and over until people start paying attention. That's how what news used to, to work. Say? Nothing. Exactly. Stop saying anything else. It should just become a chant or a mantra. That's why the news, uh, I don't know, of- climate doesn't work anymore. Do you guys know what Too happened? Too many distractions. With the the Russia US talks today. I know that they were talking today. You know what happened there? They broke down. Oh, they didn't happen then? I mean, they talked and then nothing, nothing came of it except Russia saying something along the lines of we still hope to be able to have a dialogue, that kind of thing. Mm. So. Well, there you go. Now you can move on, Eddie. It's news to us. News Roundup. This actually happened to Jason kind of recently. And I uh, I guess it happens a lot. A drunk person banging on your door in the middle of the night. Wow. And um, there's a difference between this story and Jason's story. And I want to discuss the difference. But first... Here's what happened in this news story. A uh, drunk woman banged on this is caught on a ring camera. It was banged on this apartment complex 
door trying to get in and it was all caught on tape. Uh, here's what happened. Can y'all let me in? So she's trying to get in. Hey. She's very drunk. She's holding a bottle hey. of tequila. Yeah, bitch is gonna let me in. Oh, shit. I'm about to fall. Oh, I don't want to watch. Jason's closing yeah, his eyes for some reason. Okay, don't I don't know why. That I don't on the know, internet, that's just. Oh, mean. I don't know why Jason closed his eyes. She comically. I thought she was gonna fall the other way and break her neck. No, she comically oh fell down. But, but but the question that I posed to you, Jason, is: So this happened to you? You but you had two gentlemen banging on your door. Now is is would it be different if? that girl or an attractive woman banged on your door versus a man or men. And how would you treat that situation differently? Well, to be fair, the person that knocked on my door was accompanied by another person who was not as drunk and telling his friend to leave. And that this wasn't the right place. If there was an attractive woman doing the same thing, I would have responded in the same way. What would you say? It was a drunk man by himself, obviously needing help. I hope that I would, uh, you know, call him a ride or something as I would for a a female. But, you know, I don't know. I was just wondering if the reaction would be the same based on the person. That's all my, that's what I was thinking. I mean, everybody has inherently, uh, everybody's a little bit bias in certain ways and you've different different situations elicited different response and you can't say it's going to be the same response because it's not I said I like to think but if it, there's someone alone that drunk I like to think that I would help them no matter who they are if there was someone else then I'm going to be mad yeah don't post that on the internet that that was an honest mistake like that just seems kind of, and you're right bitty. about that too, Chris. These, these, that was an honest mistake, man. It, if there were like cameras fucking everywhere when we were kids, can you imagine? We'd no. be all over the internet constantly. I would about? never have been able to rise to the position I know now hold in society. Right, you would never be the esteemed colleague <laughs> of its news. My jaw us. just cracked so loud and it hurt. Is that what that was? I thought something <laughs> broke. <laughs> that was my body. We're all Breaking like down. We're, we're slowly yeah. turning the dust over here. Yeah. So damn old. At least it's all captured on the air. <sighs> I think we've done this show enough or long enough that <laughs> a lot of our stupid shit was broadcasted. I don't know what you're talking about, Eddie. Well, the internet's been scrubbed of that, but I'm sure there's record record of it somewhere. Uh, you can't scrub it all. It's not enough uh, soap in the world to undone what we've done. <laughs> Finally, a uh, woman announces her engagement in New York City. She yells out the window that she's got married, and here's what happens. Ready? here <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it should always go when somebody announces their engagement who cares I just love it here well whoever the you know the couple they should I guess they should be excited well you know I like that New York attitude though like a stranger somebody says I just got engaged F off I don't care I don't know you Okay, but you know, but you do that in a different state, Midwest, or even in Colorado. People are like, "Oh my god, he got engaged!" But New York's like, "F off." I think it's kind of refreshing because do I really care? It seems like more. You can energy. pretend to care, Eddie. You can <laughs> I, pretend. I feel like there's more energy expended of saying "fuck off" than saying "woo." Yeah, but it's. I guess to Eddie's point, it's honest, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm um, just lazy. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm with you, Jason. I always prefer to ignore people 
as often and in, as for as long as I possibly can. You know, there's too much talking in this society. Just <laughs> yeah, why even respond at all? Just fucking move along your day. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, 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 there's, I think you're in the wrong. No, um, I think both you're of you, both of you are a simmering David or Larry David, and it's about to boil over. The older you get, you both are turning into Larry David, but you don't realize it. I hope so. <laughs> um, all right. It looks entertaining to me. Okay. A simmering Larry David sounds sexy as hell. <laughs> Where are you then? With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. 